0: Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales of some remarkable people that I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Avoiding cognitive bias. Mr. E was referred to me from the internal medicine group because of seizures. He had a long history of apparent epilepsy, followed by his local doctor initially at a health maintenance organization for some time. And then by our fee-for-service group, once he changed jobs, and had become a finance manager for one of the local businesses. He was young, in his 20s, and he noted to me that his seizure diagnosis had been from when he was about three years old, when he'd start to get facial twitching at school, and then felt that he'd lost some time. Twice when he was young, he noted that he'd wake up having wet the bed and feeling sore all over. His local doctor had diagnosed him with epilepsy, which was confirmed by report by an EEG. Although he'd not been followed by a neurologist, the last note from internal medicine was that the patient's, quote, long-standing epilepsy, unquote, wasn't particularly well controlled. And since he was starting care with our group, seeing neurology was a good next step. When I spoke to the patient, he noted that he'd had seizures for years, and he could name all of the seizure medications he'd been on Dilantin, Phenobarbital, Permidone, Tegretol, Depakote, etc., etc., but they'd only helped a little bit. He noted to me that he was getting his seizures weekly, maybe because sleep was less than could be optimal due to a six-week-old at home, and that he learned to, quote, hide them so that only the most observant people could see, predominantly his family, what was going on. This was, to say the least, not what I expected to hear. And we spoke further about this with regards to the details of his spells. Well, doctor, it's like this. I know something is going to happen, maybe that morning. A few hours later, my face starts to tingle. And on the right, I feel like my face is twitching. Sometimes I ask people if they can see it, like my wife. She says at times she can, but I can feel it all the time. My vision gets blurry and my head fogs. Then I get a real bad headache, like someone is pounding my head with a sledgehammer. I gotta lie down, sometimes I throw up. I asked Mr. E whether he'd lost consciousness and he noted that no, he hadn't as far as he knew since he was a kid. And how long would these episodes last? 20, 30 minutes? But the headache lasts all damn day, Doc. I gotta go lie down in a dark room. I asked him if he had lost any bladder contents. Nah, not since I was a kid. Apparently, his former doctors had put the patient on Valium if he'd experienced a spell, and the patient noted he didn't take it anymore since he was a zombie through the next day with it. So what do you do then? I asked, trying to remain open-minded. Sleep, make sure I take my, all my seizure medications, and that's about it. There are many manifestations of seizures and many types of seizures that we see as neurologists. As well, there is a relationship between epilepsy and migraine headaches. For Mr. E's description, it sounded more like he was experiencing migraines rather than epileptic seizures. While having a seizure could evoke a headache, the pattern the patient was describing really didn't fit this particularly well. And in fact, again, was associated with migraines. When asked about the blurry vision, The patient noted that it was like wavy lines were in his eyes, and the queries about ice cream headaches and motion sickness were also positive. I told the patient that I wasn't sure he was suffering from epilepsy, but thought that migraines were more likely a cause. But my doctors have said it's been seizures. I've had them since I was a kid, said the patient. Although none of these medications seem to work very well. And my brother, he's a general surgeon. He wanted me to see you, since he wasn't sure that these were seizures either, but he didn't know. I told the patient that some of the epilepsy drugs we do use for migraines, but not really the ones he'd used in the past and even more recently. I think we should put you on a regular migraine medication, I concluded, since you're having these headaches really frequently and we can give you a migraine rescue medication as well. The patient was momentarily silent. Okay, I think that's okay. But I've never been off my seizure medications before. Is that gonna be all right? I assured the patient it would be, but that he still shouldn't be driving, which he knew not to do. The patient was started on the medications, and when I saw him again in two months, he was smiling and I brought along his wife. At first I did have a couple of the face twitches and I took the medicine you gave me, said the patient. I didn't get the headache like before. It was just a bit of a dull kind of ache, but I haven't even had that in a month. It's fantastic. The patient's wife noted that he's even been able to get up with the baby as well, noting they'd been sensitive to sleep for the patient because of these spells. I was obviously happy for the patient and, The patient even noted to me that he'd found his EEG report at his parents' house. When he showed it to me, I wasn't surprised to see that it was a pattern consistent with something called Rolandic epilepsy, which can start in early childhood, but typically goes away at puberty. So it was most likely that while Mr. E did indeed have childhood epilepsy, it was the type that went away. Mr. E was speechless, but then he said thoughtfully, You know, it's weird. I've been told that I've always had seizures. It's like a part of me. But now, I don't. I don't need to wrap my head around that, or maybe I do. His wife noted that that was probably more likely the converse. Nonetheless, I knew what the patient was saying. While a relief, it was almost like a loss. But I hope that he would get through it all right, which is what I told him. In the back of my mind... I was thinking he'd been tagged with the diagnosis of epilepsy for so long and it had just been promulgated through his history. We doctors had just continued to label the patient with a diagnosis and attribute his symptoms to something that we already knew was in his chart. I know this is something that occurs all the time, not only in medicine, obviously, but it has great ramifications in our field, given that it can create unneeded treatments or inappropriate medications for patients. It's why I like to have other services involved in the patient's care, since we're better at assessing things independently to avoid our own biases. Mr. E, once again, makes me remember that we always need to listen to the patient who's trying to tell us what they're suffering from and to be aware of our own cognitive biases for the benefit of the person sitting in front of us in our examination room. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.